What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to The A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin, here with Meals. What's going on, Meals? I have nothing going on. I'll be honest with you. I'm just a, a, a vessel occupying the earth today. I am, <laughs> I am no more than just a man today. I am literally... Oh, uh, um, what happened to me this weekend? Well, today I applied for mad jobs because... Yeah, got to. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm doing, I applied for like six jobs. Um, but also this I weekend, coworkers, I hope your coworkers like or your bosses don't listen to the A show. I doubt it. I doubt it. Why would they? Um, but also, I've, I'm, I'm very, I'm transparent sometimes to a fault. Um, so I've already expressed <laughs> things. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but with that said, also this weekend I bought a new mattress. Because you're getting busy. My mattress. Ah, <laughs> I I'd worn that mattress out for pretty long. I'm not even gonna hold you. Um, but yeah, that mattress. Listen, I had my mattress was. I was planning to buy. I should have bought a new mattress like three years ago. I really been holding it off for various reasons. And this three years since I bought this new mattress, let me tell you this: my old mattress was kicking my fucking ass all last week. Like it was, this is like an old let me, let me old be mattress clear. that I have. Let me be clear. A couple of weeks ago, when when I said I had to get a new laptop, certain people called me rich. Said I was rich man. Are y'all gonna um, have the same energy? Are y'all gonna have the no 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 no? Are y'all gonna have? Did the you same? need a new laptop? <laughs> yes, I needed a new laptop. Remember, I broke it. How old was your old laptop? What are you? Uh... <laughs> I rest my case. That's I'm talking about that's what's I'm, I'm talking about a mattress that when I used to like act like my pillows were other wrestlers, that's a mat that's the same fucking mattress. Listen, man. Listen, man. You having a really active sex life, bringing over all the honeys. <laughs> has Let nothing to do this. That's funny. That's funny as fuck. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this: what's the what's the most dangerous thing that's ever happened with you playing wrestling? Like, not like playing wrestling like with a girl, but like you know, as kids, like oh, God, with a girl. Don't try this shit at home, but you trying it at home anyway. What's the most dangerous thing that's ever happened to you? Okay, so a couple things. A couple things. <clears throat> I got a couple stories about this actually. <laughs> I'll go from I'll go in chronological chronological order. So me and my I was a big Triple H fan back in the day, and I think if people hear that and they hear me say that, then they'll be like, "Oh, it all makes sense. Yes. <laughs> Why we fucking hate you so much?" But I was a big Triple H fan back in the day, and I really thought the Pedigree was one of the greatest moves of all time. I remember I would create I would create wrestlers in like SmackDown and New Mercy that I, I created Triple H's brother. The pedigree is hard, bro. It's yeah, like, like and, and he they had a war over the pedigree, like who would get to use the pedigree. Like I, I made up that storyline on uh on the old WWF game. So like that was really big in the triple H. So I like I would be him when me and my cousin play wrestled. I would be hitting people in the nuts. I would be like, I fucked your girlfriend. Like during the fake <laughs> like I would be like, I thought Triple H was just some guy that would fuck people's girlfriends all the time. <laughs> and I thought that was <laughs> so like yeah, that was <laughs> so imagine me like when I when I when I first met Triple H, like he probably thought I looked weird 
because he probably like, why is he looking at me like that? And I'm like, that's the guy that I wanted to to be, and and I wanted to fuck everyone's girlfriends when it, when when I was him. So um, that's fire. <laughs> so I I tried I tried to give my cousin a pedigree, and I I gave him a pedigree hard way, and um, he hit his head, and I I feel as though he was concussed because he was not right for the rest of the day, and my grandma had like hardwood floors. So what happened was I was, you know, when you do the pedal, you're supposed to jump with me so I can block you from falling. We just all just slipped. The timing was just all off. We were not, we were not wrestlers. I had no footwork and I, and I landed all my weight onto his, the back of his head. You're a sick motherfucker. You know that? (laughs) But that's not actually, I've seen that happen in real life too. Like play wrestling, someone hits a pedigree, you hear a loud, and then (laughs) it's like, whoa. You're ah, just playing. You're ah, fuck. <laughs> Yo, so, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> question. I'm not saying question. Second, second story I have. <clears throat> when I was younger, my my um my sister's ex husband, um he was a he was a guy in the Marines. Like he he was you know, a big guy. He loved wrestling too, but he loved like extreme wrestling. He loved like ECW. So like again, ECW loops into my life again. So we he would just pick me up. I was a small like if you know how skinny I used to be. You know that I weigh nothing as a child. I probably weigh like 80 pounds. You know what I'm saying? So he was picking up a powerbomb me and just tossed me because his 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 favorite dude was Mike Awesome. So you already you already, <laughs> you already know Turn that up. You already know what, what was going on. So just randomly he powerbombed me. He was like, I'm gonna powerbomb me into the they had they had a they lived in an apartment complex that was like that kind of bordered a lake in, in Virginia mm-hmm. Beach. So like he was like, I'm gonna powerbomb you into the lake. That's gonna be the biggest spot. Is me powerbombing you to a lake. So one day we walking back from Taco Bell or something. <clears throat> and you know, like I said, he does surprise power bombs. Like the RKO, you never see it coming, even though like it's a power bomb. You should definitely see this coming. Oh yeah, easily. He he basically forearm to the back. <laughs> power bomb into you know those, you know those. <laughs> forearm to the back got me weak. <laughs> That's the setup. <laughs> So, listen, I've never been this mad before in my life. It's to this day, I've never been this mad. Power, but you know the prickly bushes? Those little those little bushes that have the, like the spike little leaves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like little me, Christmas tree bushes type shit. Power bombs me into those. Jesus Christ. So the issue was is that these things, like I was, I was light, but I wasn't light enough for, I'm guessing he thought the bushes would like hold me up. So, but he also didn't realize that my shirt was up. When he power bombed me and picked me up, so I had basically my shirt was up. I landed in the bushes, shirt up, all on my back, but I also fell through the bush onto the actual like the stem of it. So I, I landed like my back hit. Oh my god! Of it, I felt like my back was burning. It was literally I had scars all up my back. I got up and I I I punched a grown man in the face. I punched him in the face. <laughs> when I got up, because that shit hurt. Fair, fair. And, and to this day, I have a scar on my back from it, and it, I have a scar on my back from that. To this day, it's like right in the middle of my. So you you can see clearly where it hit, and it was right right in my spine. So that's awesome, man. Come on, look at that scars and shit. That's real hardcore, you know that shit. But that's but um, then this guy was so sadistic that that was that was like a storyline in his mind. Because I I took uh, he took me out of com- like like out of <laughs> he injured me 
And so like we had we had a whole belt and everything. And then one one day, one day we just we just had it out. My sister was there watching, and we we just had a we had a match, and and I won the match. I I believe I took one of the one like a box. And uh, I, 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 I like opened up the box. I put myself in it and I held up. You know how like Io Shirai had the trash can on her head? Absolutely. That was me with this big box. And I jumped off the couch, did like a spin and landed on him. And I beat him. I love that it all. <laughs> this was a, this was a very, that was a much. I have ridiculous stories. I've ever stories. All right. So let me talk about this bed. I used to play wrestle with all my pillows because I couldn't play wrestle because I had a sister and she would not <laughs> let me wrestle or because I would fucking kill her. But um, I set up my pillow once and I was like, you know, I did the three amigos, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going up. I climb up to the top of a chair, ready to do the frog splash shit. I'm in full Eddie mode right now. I OD overshoot the frog splash land head first into the fucking wall and it it looked like whatever shit happens on family guy where he hits the wall and his body goes limp that's exactly what happened to me i was like fuck do do you think you were concussed no i've never got concussed off of that i got concussed of my concussion story is a completely other different story it's not very long but it's like a completely non-wrestling related story um what else did I used to do? I mean, I used to, when I used to go over to my dad's house, I think obviously he knew that we played wrestle. So he would like, he would like, um, his, he would like in his bedroom, he would like pull the, 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 the mattress off. And was like, okay, y'all can go play wrestle on the floor on this mattress. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay, cool. Um, I learned to do the lion salt. I had perfected a backflip. I'm very, I was very excited from that and but the one move that i was always without a doubt finished people off with was the small package no <laughs> one could get out of the small package <laughs> you would actually pull that fucking move off yes real life yes no one could get out of it it was amazing like you could try but if i'm locking you in you're not getting out I, I I would love this. I would love to see that. I don't even know how to pull off a, a small package. Oh, it's it's it's. I watched a lot of. I played a lot of SmackDown Two, SmackDown Three, <laughs> making a lot of characters. Watching these moves, like a small package is like, you pretty much get them in a in like maybe like a suplex type of thing, and then you just kind of like roll over to the side, and like everyone falls over, and you like cushion them up in a ball. It's I haven't done a wrestling move to anybody in a long long time. I I I, I choke slam my um my dog softly onto the bed. Oh, actually, no, I'm lying. I used to do it to my niece all the time, and then my niece, um, I would let her do it on me. So she gave me the Bailey to belly once, and I think I have it on video somewhere of her giving me the Bailey to belly, and she was That's like hard. Bailey to belly. That's hard. Yeah, I I sold it like Sasha does. I sold it big time. <laughs> like you would like death. <laughs> like you're a yes. right song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When yes. Sasha gets in the belly, belly to belly, she just she just let goes limp. Like she good for her. <laughs> it's a really a, good sell. She is a really great sell. Um, we get in more Sasha getting her ass whooped talk a little bit later in the show. Mm-hmm, need that? Uh, Turn that up. You know, you know I'm a big, you know I'm a big fan of that shit. I like all that shit. You feel me? Let's get into 
no holds barred for the week. Really slow week, but with really big things that happened. <laughs> yeah. The, the, let's talk about the biggest, which I think happened. It might be after our show dropped on Patreon last week. Yes, it was like we couldn't we can do anything about it. It was just out of nowhere that they had announced this. Uh, Ring of Honor, ROH Wrestling, uh, was announced that they would be going on a hiatus and shutting down operations after Death Before Dishonor or Final Battle. I'm sorry, uh, before Final Battle happens uh, in December. That was shocking as fuck. That was like. We've seen, I mean, we've we've had two major waves of releases in the WWE this year that have both shocked us. Um, but this one, where it was simply one announcement that ROH is releasing everyone from their contracts was wild. Well, that and, wasn't even that wasn't even announced in the in the initial announcement. So this is the this is their initial announcement. Throughout the pandemic, our top priority was to keep everyone healthy and safe. And despite not producing any live uh, events over the 18 months, we were able to keep everyone fully contracted. We now find ourselves at a time where we need to make changes to our business operations and are planning a pivot from Ring of Honor with a new mission and strategy. This year will culminate with a final battle in December, and we will be taking the first quarter of 2022 to work internally to reimagine ROH. ROH has the most dedicated fans in the industry, and we appreciate their loyalty and patience as we reconceptualize ROH. We anticipate to returning to live events in April for Supercard of Honor with a new fan-focused product, and provide a unique experience for wrestling fans. Literally after this, maybe an hour after, it was reported that everyone was released from their contract, which to me kind of flies in the face of what is going on here because it's not like they're going to they're they're letting them go and they're going to resign them cuz they're going to be out of work for 6 months now. Yeah. So this is this is to me top to bottom, they're going to have a completely new roster cuz a lot of these guys aren't coming back. I wouldn't come back if it was me. <laughs> if, if this is if I find a better opportunity somewhere else, and I'm trying to figure out how much of this um, you have to uh, blame on one, of course, Ring of Honor and Sinclair, but also the various changes within the wrestling business over the last two years, the introduction of AEW. Um, I can't even say Impact because Impact's still rolling. Whatever the hell, it don't matter how the business turns, Impact will be there. Um, the rise of AEW, WWE's a lot of new initiatives that are coming in. The just two weeks ago we got an announcement of Wow, um, so much more. I think the landscape of chain wrestling has changed so much over the last, and especially during this pandemic, um, that they've been wondering like maybe this is our time to figure some stuff out. We've mm-hmm. been doing this ROH thing for the past eighteen years. Um, and maybe it's time for us to kind of like figure out what we're actually doing from a business standpoint to have this thing grow. Because for the last yeah. decade, people have just been really poaching the talent that we've been building and becoming incredibly successful and rich off of that. But where does we, where do we lie in this equation? Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Also it, money. I assume. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's Sinclair Broadcasting Group. They're the biggest news conglomerate in the world. So I mean I I call bullshit on a lot of that, just 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 off of me like they, these guys provide money and time to so much complete bullshit that I I cannot believe that 
you know, they don't have enough for these people. You know what I mean? It's same in the same way that people see the WWE signing billion dollar deals and they let everybody go. You know what I mean? Like it, it it's they let everyone go though. <laughs> you know what everyone. I mean? Like, yeah, this this is this is unprecedented. We like I wanted to tweet like we just saw a whole wrestling company go up in smoke yesterday. <laughs> like no one's saying anything about this. Like these people will not have a job after next month. And the, who's to say what what the restructure is going to be? At least there's some type of forward momentum as to like what's going on anywhere else. But you know, I, I thought that the oh we've been able to keep everyone employed for 18 months. I thought that that was kind of like a weird statement to make before saying that and then not letting anyone. You know, know we that. like paying people, but yeah, <laughs> it was weird, right? It was just it was just so weird. So like, um, I I, f- I feel for anyone who who um you know is affected by this, but I also feel as though a lot of these people have the opportunities to shine, especially the women there have an opportunity to shine in such a, a such a big market for women. NXT 2.0 could use a lot of these uh, talents. You know what I'm saying? AEW could use a lot of these talents. Impact for sure is going to have a lot of these talents. I'm looking forward to see if the Briscoes will will call it a day or, or continue on. You know, what will Jay Lethal do? Where can he go? Because he the, he's got Scarlet lettered as well last year. This is really crazy. Like just to think of Ring of Honor. I mean, the the best parts of the maybe the arts and mm-hmm. discovering kind of professional wrestling on a scale outside of WWE was Ring of Honor, and to kind of see where it's at now. I mean, there's a lot of. I think it's you know, it's it's. It's interesting to take an entire quarter off and say we're going to reimagine this, which is wild because I don't think any business besides maybe Sinclair Broadcasting could afford to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're just going to burn the entire company and then rebuild it back in whatever image that we got. And I assume and they're not going to. What does it become? What, what is it? What, what, what can they do differently than what AEW is doing right now? What MLW is doing right now, what Impact is doing right now, what will they do differently? They're going to be off TV, too. But you notice they picked up WoW, right? They're going to be airing mm-hmm. WoW on their on their networks, too. They got money Very for that. Interesting. They, they got, got money, money for that. that. Yeah. So hmm. I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at it sideways. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm looking at it real sideways, Mills. It's bad. Should, it's bad. This is bad. This is very bad. <laughs> it's very bad. Uh, so we'll, as as we get more information on ROH, we'll of course let you guys know. But um, a lot of a lot of news has been made on all of their tape library as well. <laughs> um. Oh, the, I mean, their tape library is up for sale. It's available for purchase, and I'm just like, word. All them DVDs? I mean, I might tap in myself. I mean, who knows what they're going for? Um, but realistically, no. Everyone has been like, Tony Khan, you need to buy it. You need to buy the where, ROH tape library. Where are we gonna where are we gonna watch them at? Where are we gonna <laughs> watch them, nigga? At his house? Where are we going, nigga? We're gonna watch it. Also, I think they're I, I un- unpopular opinion, I feel like a company that has no skin in the game should buy them. Uh I I I, I saw someone float ag- uh, access should buy it. I'm like, sure. I mean, they, they ran new Japan and stuff like that. I saw someone say new Japan should buy it. I said, that would be 
crazy if New Japan did that, but do they have the bandwidth too? And this is why I think we can we have not been able to find these DVDs before. They have to cut out all of that licensed music, all the problematic mm-hmm. shit that all the problematic shit that we either seen or have not seen or don't remember from these DVDs. <laughs> Someone has to scour all of this stuff and and figure and then also you have to I think you have to get sign off when you when you do stuff like that. I don't know what the ROH contracts were where it's like we we own in per, in perpetuity all of your images and, and likenesses on all of this stuff. I would imagine that they probably, you know, like Seth Rollins and stuff like that, they don't have any control over it because of the the deals they sign because they do put their matches on YouTube. But right. I don't know the legality of it and who what company wants to pick that up? <laughs> what company wants to pick up more work <laughs> to do that? Over 18 years of work, you know, right now. It, w- it would have to be, I mean, I'm pretty sure ROH is probably, they're probably looking for some sort of distribution deal themselves. Like, how can we get this to more eyes? How can we get this to more people? How can we take our content and make it actually valuable somewhere? Um, and the answer isn't, I mean, I joke about AEW. The answer is not AEW. It's not, probably not even WWE, to be honest with you. It'll be I great. I don't think it is either. But, I, I just there there is no room on WWE Network for a R weight section. Yeah, <laughs> just, I, mean, I don't even know how Peacock angles that in. Peacock can be like, "Yo, R weight season one." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So I'm not sure how it is. Realistically, I kind of even thinking like it might just really be one of these streaming platforms. It might be. Uh, does YouTube need content? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Does Hulu? Hulu? Um, all these other things that these i guess proprieties that first of all have the if they needed to scour and take all that stuff off they have a well dedicated strong staff to be able to do that shit yes um who's that's their job to be able to do this so they they definitely are able to do that i'm not sure what their answer is where this tape library goes but um i really you know i hope the best for everyone that's involved getting there and realizing everyone has lost their jobs in the same company. It's very sobering, especially within the wrestling business. Um, it's, uh, but I think now, I mean, I'm, I, I didn't agree with people like five minutes after saying like, think of all the AEW matches we can have. I was like, my nigga, they just lost their jobs. <laughs> They're not thinking how I'm going to wrestle Bobby fish next week. Like, this is not what we thinking. <laughs> They just lost their jobs. Seriously, stop putting Bobby Fish. (laughs) Uh, But but, uh, moving on, CM Punk made some comments in the interview. He's always interviewing. He's interviewing a lot. Doing a lot of press. Doing a lot of press. I'm like, what are you doing press for? What's coming up? What, full gear, I guess? Whatever. He fucking, he's hosting Dynamite next week at fucking, (laughs) I don't know where they're at. In Chicago again next week? Shit. <laughs> what are they doing? Uh, he, only pops, he only pops a rating in Chicago. Uh, so he says, they asked him what his plan would be if he went to WWE. Uh, and he had some, had some choice words. Could I, could I, could I, <laughs> this is <laughs> some bullshit, but go ahead. <laughs> he has some choice words. So he says, uh, if I went back to WWE, what would I do? There's a formula and I was bored of that shit 10 years ago. So he goes. He before that he mentions that you know uh, Batista came back. He won the Rumble and went to the, went to the, went to Mania. Uh, Edge did it twice and went to Mania both years. Uh, and he said that's a formula. And he said that it's really boring and and terrible. Blah blah. 
I really just think he needs to, they need to stop asking him about WWE and he needs to stop talking about WWE, I think. Because his, so his, his arguments don't make sense. Because at the end of the day, what the fuck do you think? you We, we know, let, let's be clear, we know that you were planning to go back. That's out, that's out there, <laughs> that you were planning to go back. The money just didn't work out. We know this. Does he think we're stupid? <sighs> he was planning to go back. He, he was definitely to, planning to go back. He worked on backstage. Like, I, I, I need people to realize that this guy, he's about the money. And that's nothing wrong with that, to be about the money. It's Let's hard. We, we, we in a pandemic. I get it. But stop stop lying. We don't need you the caps here, Punk. You know damn well. You know damn well. Your ass was going to come back and win the Royal Rumble and go to WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> just like you've always wanted to motherfucker <laughs> Miss you know would have been there you would have had to pass him in the hallway and see like see you in the main event motherfucker and you would have got your moment back and all this other jazz like that the basis of why he argued about leaving was the fact that he felt like he wasn't being provided the opportunity that he was owed by main eventing Wrestlemania by winning the Royal Rumble by having all this attention on him so if he went to WWE there is no doubt he would have gotten massive attention he probably yeah. would have been in a high scale I think he, the first match he would have been in maybe even second match would have been with Triple H I'm sure yeah, yeah he would have got um, all his he would have got all his wins back let's be clear it was going to be the it was going to be the revenge tour he was going to beat Brock he was going to beat Triple H he was going to beat everybody he was going to be Finn Balor. Anyone you put in front of that nigga, he was going to beat him. Like he's doing right now right. <laughs> to all the new guys at AEW. The idea... All right. I understand that he just wanted to wrestle. You could have wrestled for the past six years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you fell out of love with wrestling, which is fine. I completely understand that. However... The idea that I wanted to wrestle different people as if WWE isn't completely different than it was before. As if you're not just wrestling. I mean, he's giving back to people now. I understand that in terms of what he can teach. But honestly, I think a lot of these kids are teaching him a damn thing more than he's teaching them. Ain't nothing that's, you know... <sighs> CM Punk is good. But... No, 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 no. It's not like it's not like a new formula that he's like bestowing on. It. He's like he's not really handing the uh, uh, the recipe to niggas like that. Be clear what he's good at. He's good at getting these people worked up and riled up because that's literally what that comment is. And if you look at any tweet that said it that that that's that's covered this, they starts a war in the comment section. That's all he's doing it for. But then to turn around and be like, we need to stop the tribalism, but then turn around and, and do it again. Like to to be fair, like I feel like they did the same shit with Daniel Bryan when he, when he said earlier yeah. this 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 week or last week he said, well, there's more wrestling in AEW, and they cut the quote off yes. <laughs> right there, but not mentioning right after that he said, but that's because they're selling to a wrestling audience and WWE selling to a bigger audience. Listen. And then they, they tried to make a war out of that. They tried to make something bigger out of that than what it, what he really meant. And look, and and, and you said it before, Mills, and I, and I got to commend you for saying that these two guys are not alike, in in the least bit. So like, look at how Punk would do interviews, and look at how Brian's been doing interviews. He's very careful to not step on WWE's toes, <laughs> and that's why no because, one no one no one should fuck with him. Because 
Well, a lot of the reason is also because he still has people within it. His wife is still affiliated with WWE. But at the same time, he still loves all these people. Like, he still has yeah. respect for all these people as well. Um, he didn't have a tumultuous relationship, you know, like CM Punk had, apparently. But you know what? Everyone do the best that you can with what you got. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, waves and curls. Waves and curls, baby. Come on. Let me do a little Millie. You can't hear it, but I'm Millie rocking. Um, I, I get a. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it sounded in the audience when fucking no one was reacting. Um, <laughs> no. Um, waves and curls. Non controversy, by the way. But non controversy. Are... But people. <laughs> Listen, I woke up this morning. Shout out to the Sid Jones, my guy. Shout out to Sid. I woke up this morning. I read that tweet. And the first thing I said was, thank God I didn't tweet this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because my mentions would have been. You love fuck. that shit. You love I that would... shit. No, I don't. I don't. I made the Peacock tweet. And I was like, why is the mad niggas feeling that? <laughs> I was like, why is this still getting thinged? I was just mad that I didn't have anything to watch on Sunday. Um, he said, well, because Peacock sucks. And so does WWE. And they don't care about us. <laughs> Yeah, which you know it is what it is but i just wanted something i was just grabbing peacock um but no nonetheless i mean waves and curls listen i'm sure they're a talented group i'm sure they're a great time i'm sure they've entertained people they've only been wrestling for quite a short time but i'm they seem to have it, it you know it may not be the finished product but they got something you know what i'm saying that they yeah, want diversity initiative good job <laughs> however i want to say this to my people we are not the same everyone is not the same there are some people and this is it there are some people we again justin and i we have nothing against them we have nothing thing but sometimes you look at stuff and you're like oh that's kind of corny mm-hmm and sometimes you want to tweet how corny that is. And then sometimes you make that tweet and it just is what it is. I, you know, just seeing them, first of all, the Millie Rock, not the best, not the best Millie Rock, but also it's 2021, you know? Yeah. Wasn't sturdy. <laughs> it felt like they were told to go out there and do that. They look like extras. They look like extras on Teen Summit. <laughs> but they're just starting out. They look like they're just starting out. They have the body type of niggas who just started in professional wrestling. But, but you know, um, my issue is, is that it, it went from, man, this looks corny to, man, you, this is my culture. This is why we made our name this way. This is why we did. I'm like, nigga, nigga, the name is sweet. I think the, the name, name is, is cool. cool. I think the name is cool. <laughs> I think the name is fire. Nigga, everything else is not. <laughs> <laughs> listen, people have no, listen, people go back in time. Go to 2014 NXT with Angelo Dawkins with that tur- m- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Ninja Turtles book bag on <laughs> doing the Dougie out for a match. I don't even know who he's facing, but I will never forget that moment. And he's you know what? He's facing his ancestors because that's what I would have been facing <laughs> if I did that shit. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? Somebody probably told him. That shit was corny. Please don't do that again. 
Mm-hmm. And now the nigga's a superstar on Monday Night Raw on Friday Night SmackDown. And, and, and be clear, he not even like best dressed. You know what I'm saying? I would never, you know what I'm saying? But, but the thing is, he dressed like an authentic, he, he dressed like a nigga who, who plays basketball. He dressed like a baller nigga. Waves and curls look like they from 1990, not 1992. <laughs> Talking about some waves and curls. Listen, man, it just look corny. If if you look corny, listen, I bet I base my wrestlers, my black wrestlers, especially based off of the same way I base NBA players off of my favorite NBA or players. Or rappers. Or rappers, right? Yeah. All in ability, swag, and video swag. Okay. <laughs> video swag is very important. If you don't got none of that, I can't, I can't I'm not gonna watch. Listen, I don't give a fuck. I don't like the revival anyway. I know I didn't watch the match. Don't ask me to watch the match. These niggas did a the Millie Rock, man. That should look corny, bruh. The match was like two minutes and 39 seconds, by the way. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They ain't win? No, they ain't win. <laughs> Whoa, black wrestling draws. Listen, you gonna figure this out one day, man. You're gonna figure you gonna figure this out. Shout out to Waves and Curls. Or Wave and Curl. Shout out to change, Waves and change Curls. Change it up. Bro. Change it up. Put some like like Usos keep it simple. Put some fucking Air Forces on. Listen. Don't go out there looking like motherfucking. Don't the let them private party you. Because you see what yeah. they did to private party. Yeah, that party's they, private. <laughs> that's a party I ain't trying to go to, to be honest with you. There ain't, um, no, there ain't no women in that party. <laughs> oh, God bless. Um, they're, playing, they're playing Dungeons and Dragons at that shit. Uh, do you want to cover Halloween Havoc, SmackDown, and we're off to the break? Um, Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, we'll be right back. On the A show with a review of the three shows from last week. We are back. Thanks, guys. Yes, I am here with Shotzi. You had a very big night tonight on SmackDown. You had a match with Charlotte Flair. Things didn't go quite your way, but I think what shocked everyone is what happened after the match between you and Sasha Banks. I am I- fed. Uh, plain and simple. I'm fed up. I am done being the happy easygoing Shotzi. I have been screwed over on title opportunity over title opportunity. My tag partner left me. I came here just wanting to have fun and kick ass. Well, you know what? I haven't had fun in a really long time. So there's just one thing left to do. Sasha was my breaking point. And now she's my target. Mm. You go, girl. Mm. You did that. You better mm. show out. There's mm. something about that promo, man. Listen, she was talking. She was that was a real rap right there. It's it's something about that. It's something about that promo. She took a situation that probably was just very negligible. Oh, they broke up my team. They broke up every team. Who the fuck cares? And just infused it as part of the hate the negativity the green haired negativity that was a damn good promo she need to be very proud of herself you know what I, I'm, I'm gonna start calling her shot Sisha <laughs> <laughs> oh shot shot tastes like candy sweet like fruit wet like water can I love on you withdrawals I'm feeling different <laughs> I need a dose every now and then. I'm missing. I got my times when I listen, man. Shot Shisha. Shot Sisha. I need that. 
<laughs> you feel me? <laughs> I'm changing the cover to this episode now. <laughs> Shout out to Sid Jones again, man, for making me for risking his account, making me that uh, Mandy Rose Waikisha mashup. You seen that? Did I show you that? I did see that. That was incredible. Shout out to him, man. When I when I see something I like, I need the I need the Waikisha over it, man. She <laughs> feel me. We're gonna talk about shots. Think, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about. Let's get through these three shows, big three shows. I mean, I guess we can you can you can listen to a full review of Halloween Havoc on the yeah. We're just gonna we're just gonna touch on Halloween Havoc really really slightly. Um, yeah. I thought that I was worried going into Halloween Havoc because we not we're not really sure about a lot of these guys. But I think that the gag is is that a lot of the people on this car were like the OGs anyway, <laughs> so uh, there yep. wasn't much to worry about. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, no, I mean, I thought the overall, I thought the crowd, uh, the, the crowd, the card was great. They introduced, um, we got a bunch of new champions. Well, we had a couple of new champions, but I thought the tag team ladder match was great. Thought Io Shirai almost died. That's always a great time. Um, we had the Halloween party, which I'm a big fan of. I'm just a big fan of them <laughs> sitting in the PC conference room acting like it's a party. Yeah. Um, been in that room before. I've been in that room before. It is. They've made it look way bigger on TV. <laughs> I'm sure. It looked like it wasn't that big. When, when you move the TV out and the chairs out, that's a big ass room. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's just put some cake in the middle and let's figure this shit out. Um the, the 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 I mean the women's title match I think we see Mandy Rose kind of taking it up to another level. Um, she she showed she showed a lot and I think you know for for Mandy Rose uh, it's it would shock a lot of people to see like oh she's an OG she's like a she's like a ring general here but I think that she gave Raquel one of her more passable matches as a champion. You know you, you EO tried Dakota tried to me I just didn't feel like it was clicking and I felt like it was the right time to put that on a, on a heel. Uh, I, I don't think that Mandy's going to have it for very long. I do think Kaylee Ray is, is, is next in line for that title. But, um, you know, there was the reveal of Dakota Kai coming back to NXT. Got to wait and see on that one. Uh, I, 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 I'm as confused as everyone else, but we'll, we'll see where that leads. But I think the, the women really showed out um, at Halloween Havoc in a, in a big way. I agree. Shout out to that. Shout out to being women at Halloween Havoc. Um, what else was on the card? I completely spaced them. There's something else, right? Um, the tag team title match. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that was fun, and we it got was. some cheers cool. for for um for our guys. Uh, fuck, what am I forgetting? MSK. There MSK. we go. Got some cheers for our guys. So yeah, I fought with them. They, it was time for them to lose the title, though. I, I figured that they, that. They would lose the titles here. I, I do think they need some. They need some adversity. They had the, they held the titles for a very long time. Um, I agree, and and I think it was time for them. I, I don't think it's over for them in, in the least. But I I do think and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bang this gong for a, a a long time. They need to be moved up. I mean I'm I have no issues with like a lot of the tag teams there, but I think that it needs a fresh. They're like Raw is trying to pass off these guys that we've seen forever as like hot tag teams and they're not <laughs> and i think MS- msk is a, is the hottest tag team that you could put on either show like they're, they're trying to reheat new day uh usos i'm like usos. this is not this, <laughs> this is not hot it's not new 
I don't care how many crowns on that nigga head. It's the same fucking match after a while. <laughs> it's the same match. I'm like, listen, I don't have a problem with this this thing because it's going to be quality. But when your only new tag team is a singles guys, two singles guys together that have really good chemistry and another two singles guys that had two really good chemistry, we need some real tag teams. And I think MSK represents that and they need to get moved up accordingly. I agree. Um, We talked about uh, the Braun Breaker thing a little bit on the Patreon. So if you guys want to subscribe to the Patreon, actually, this episode will be a very long episode if you subscribe to the Patreon. So, you yeah. know, listen, extra five for the new month november give thanks um and you'll and you'll get you'll get really good episodes of spot callers from last month that i i consider our best episode the halloween i'm episode. still i'm honestly i'm still listening to it i was listening to it before this it is still it's funny as fuck like i've been yes. listening to it in segments it's long <laughs> but it's great yeah it's, it's it, great it, like just cyrus reacting to this <laughs> and saying so wait you didn't get to see the end of this paper <laughs> And I was like, no. And Sarah's being surprised that they actually put the end on, on Peacock. I was like, oh, this is this is classic. Oh, um, but but yeah, I, I I mean the Braun Breaker thing, we we've gone over on the Patreon, but I, I'll say this. Um, it, it's not time. I, I, I didn't see much of him past the six minute point of this match. I think Champa being the the measuring stick for all of them is is good. I really feel like the NXT title. And the NXT women's title is for the OGs and, and for the people who are kind of up to that level. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. There, you have you have really new guys and women on the mid-card and the undercard. And you have like the OGs and the, and the top-level people that you see in that position at the, at the top. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. I agree. Um, I'm move over to SmackDown. Yeah, let's move over to <sighs> SmackDown. Yeah. Not a lot happened. <laughs> SmackDown. SmackDown. All right. So, all right. So here's a here's the the big points from SmackDown. Obviously, we got a little bit of a double turn in a segment. Um, they, which you were not happy about, how they kind of like snuck in a face turn for Sasha Banks just out of nowhere. Completely undeserved. It, 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 I'm <laughs> glad they made, they made up for it pretty quickly, though. I'll, I'll say that I will say that as mad as I was about that, they made up for it, and I'm like, okay, I'll just roll with it because whatever. You know, I'll right. just roll with it because we got a new character out of it. So, first of all, shout out to Charlotte for kicking off the show, dropping bars. By the way, mm-hmm. she was promoing. Um, then it kicked off with Shotzi versus Charlotte. I was like, okay, a little bit fresh on Fox, a little bit of a fresh encounter. Haven't seen this before. Let's do this. Um, Shotzi loses a number one contender match against the champion, which is unheard of on any WWE show. Um. Then she presumably turns heel and beats the shit out of Sasha Banks for like maybe like three, four minutes. Mm-hmm. We got a feud here. Who you got, blue or green? I got green, man. I'm the greenest. I'm the greenest on earth. So you know, I'm the greenest. <laughs> I listen. I thought shot. A lot of people were like, "Whoa!" This is two weeks ago too. People were mad without seeing it play out, right, Mills? No, they, you're they, absolutely right. They heard the rumor Shotzi's gonna be healed, and they said, "Well, she she sells so much merch, and don't, I w- don't get me wrong. If she if it's between face or heel, I don't know if they predicted her coming out and people going ape shit crazy like they did. They, yeah, exactly, they, they did not. They didn't. I I I completely agree with you. I think that they felt as though she had been on TV for a, for a while that they would she would at least get the support for being on TV, but not being like 
the biggest person in the ring <laughs> during that match. You know, it's in terms of reaction. Um, I, I, but, but to be fair with you, she did get the turn at the end. People did turn on her at the end. So I, right. I appreciate, I appreciate them having the, the balls to do that. But I felt as though I think she's just a good character. Shotzi personally scares me in the ring. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She did that I, little springboard thing, and it looked like she was about to. She was like, "Oh, oh. yeah." Per- personally, I think giving her the heel turn gives her the carte blanche to do some crazy stuff to her body that I don't well, feel actually, like. I don't know. I feel like it, it. It'll actually help her slow down. Okay, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So it might help her slow down in terms of like, like we saw all this crazy shit because she was a face during that match, but being a heel might have her slow down a little bit, which would be nice. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, I I agree. No, no, you're absolutely right. I I thought her screaming on Sasha completely deserved beating her ass completely deserved. I think that Sasha's going to going to put together some magic with her whenever they have their match. I'm pretty sure they'll probably be on the same team on Survivor Series though. So, <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens with that. So they haven't. I mean, people are very anxious about what's happened to Survivor Series. I think. If I had to say, maybe the build starts on Friday. SmackDown's the A show. Yeah, I, so. I, I agree with that too. But what I do appreciate is that they're giving us the stories that they're gonna have to come back to after the show's over with. So, yep. I appreciate both shows doing that, and they're not making it. Well, here's a contender match to be on the team. They did not do that this week, and I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah, just put the team together. Um, what do you think about? There's a big talking piece in SmackDown. Mustafa Ali and his promo after the match. People were very like, oh my God, is he really going to become a foreign heel? Yeah, I know he said he's, uh, it, it was brought to my attention. I didn't even know this, that he he's spoken out about doing that. But I think that Ali has had a measure of creative control where I don't think he's ever done anything that he was forced to do and that he didn't agree to do. So, I'll let this, I'll give this another, we should, we, we should have the let it play out card and we can only use two of them per <laughs> month, <laughs> per month. So I'll use one of my let it play out cards on Dakota Kai and I'll use my other one on, on Mustafa Ali. Um, you know, his, his turn. Do I get two I, cards I, too? Or damn, did you take all the damn cards? nigga? Each, each, we get two each a month. That's what I'm doing. It's, it's what November 3rd. I'll use those yeah. two for the month. I'll let it, I'll let it play out. For, for the month and um I, I i really i really think that this is going to be something that we're not expecting and and i'm not i'm not worried about him being a, a foreign heel he'll have a twist i think i think he'll have a twist to it yeah he wouldn't do that to himself um you know i mean Shayna baszler was on smackdown face naomi they still have the the the, the feud going on with sonya deville naomi um, we got New Day versus Usos. We got an appearance by Angel Guards on Berto Carrillo on SmackDown. Um, and then, of course, the Halloween Trick or Street fight, which was an entertaining thing. Uh, that was SmackDown, pretty much. Yeah, it it was a it was an FS1 show, and they treated it as such. As such, <laughs> I was like, listen, don't get don't get offended. <laughs> we just have a little Trick or Street fight match. Don't get a little bit offended. I mean, damn. Um, yeah, they, they treated it like it was a it was a whatever show, and they still did a movie. They still did better than they did two weeks ago <laughs> with no Roman baby. 
with no Roman Reigns. They did a million on FS1 with no Roman Reigns. So maybe maybe there's Reigns fatigue. Maybe, maybe. Also, I have to give a little bit of a. I have to let the people know some very dire news. Oh no. As of last night, the Miz has been eliminated from Dancing with the Stars. Uh, you know, it, I could see it. I saw his performance last night. I could see it in the way they were already reviewing this nigga. He was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's time up. It's time up for him. Um, well, here's, here's the issue. Iman just shut everything down last week. Listen, talk about it. I got him winning. I thought that I don't watch this show, but I came across that performance because it went viral, of course. Right. And I thought it was one of the best things I had seen all year. It was fantastic. And then, you know, I'm a horror movie buff. So like it was the us thing. And he took them this song from us. The, the I got five on it remakes. And I thought it was fantastic. It was great. It was amazing. Apparently, Jojo Siwa isn't really bodying this thing like uh, she should be. But, um, you know, uh, I don't think I don't know if the Miz will be back next week. I don't think he will be because they still have to do like a final episode performance thing that I hear. Yep. Um, so I don't expect him to be back next week. He'll probably be back sometime, maybe even after a Survivor Series year next yeah, that's, month. Let's say by by Christmas he'll be back. I want. What show do you think he'll be on? I mean, he got drafted to Raw. Oh shit, he did. Okay. Yeah. Went right back to Morrison, huh? Good, yeah, good for Morrison. You, you holding it down. My man just meditating on Monday Night Raw, figuring it out week by week, stalling. <laughs> I appreciate it. Speaking of Monday Night Raw, let's get into the show. What do you got to talk about, J Five? I thought it was a good show, man. I, I, I was, I was sports entertained throughout the the whole thing. Not much <laughs> downtime. Not much downtime. I think what one really big promo in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, just one, and and that was with Seth Rollins and Big E and Kevin Owens. They're starting that program up. Listen, ha, okay, before we get to the Bianca Becky thing and that overreaction, there was another overreaction during the night. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens promo. Uh, I don't was care. Was it about an overreaction? It. Let's talk about this. I saw people. I saw he's playing into it now, which is I, I I pray that he wouldn't, but he's he's playing into the contract rumors. I don't know if I'm going to be here three weeks or three more months. Uh, three months or three years, he said. Three months or three years. Three months or three years. I'm, I, I want to make a change or some shit like that. And had people rubbing their chins. My idea of this is okay. I still, you know, if you want to leave, nigga, leave. You know, that's that how sounds like a nigga. That sounds like a nigga who's almost out. <laughs> It'd be three months <laughs> or three years. That's what I would say at my job. <laughs> Whether I'm here six months or six weeks, I'm gonna do the best damn job I, I can. I feel like people who who leave don't play into that. This is that, a different no. time. And Kevin Owens is a different person. And I you know, know them. I don't know. You know the elite niggas. I don't know. I think he's playing you know too they're... much. I mean, if he does, cool. But I think it, I, I thought the line was corny, regardless if he stays or not. You know Stop how get You know how them niggas do this. Stop working these fans, man. Stop playing into that shit. <laughs> stop. Yo, fans, stop being worked. How about that? Stop. We've got yeah, a lot stop. of educated shows like ours and all the other podcasts that you listen to, but then you also get worked by simple shit. Yeah. So, but you be you be talking about you be you be watching goddamn what that show they be watching? 
How to Get Away with Murder or some shit. What's the What's the new show? You be watching, you be watching Squid Game and falling for the wrestler wrestler game. Mm-hmm. That show you me go. you don't understand. You show me you ain't understand Squid Game. You get falling for this bullshit. But that storyline started up, which led to it's leading to uh, a can can I trust him or not? I really feel like if if Kevin Owens turns heel, then I I think he's he's pretty set to stay. But I think if he stays face, he's probably gonna go. But um, all signs are pointing to him having an effect on the Seth Rollins Biggie feud in some way, shape, or form. And I think that'd be a pretty good that's a that's a that's a better feud than I had pegged for Biggie in the beginning. I'll say that much. I did not expect Kevin Owens to be in in that, but I'm I'm glad he's there. I think I think he adds a lot more legitimacy to it and a lot more urgency as well. I agree. Um, Becky Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair opens the show, opens with some interviews. I thought really good interviews from both of them. Uh, good classic a uh, good way to amplify this match, you know? Yeah. They went about 25 minutes. S- a slapper of a match. I-, I think Bianca's here, man. I think she's here. I agree. I think she's here in ring. And shout out to Becky Lynch. I- I- we saw rust in the beginning. I don't see, there's no such rust now. She's She's fully back to where she was. I think she's a little bit better than she was before she left in terms of just facials and her athleticism and the moves that she's using. She's busting out some new stuff that we haven't mm-hmm. seen. I, I felt like she got a little stale at the end of her original run. Now she's busting out some crazy stuff. Match goes for about 25 minutes, two commercial breaks for the women. Women got a lot of time this week between this and the, and the tag team match. But um, Becky Lynch wins. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Here's my critique about this match. I think I think well, it should have been this match, but I think Bianca also needs to switch it up, um, because she hit a lot of moves that didn't put away Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she didn't hit the KOD. She wasn't able to hit the KOD, um, but she hit a and same thing for Becky. I mean, Becky went for the disarmament med a million times and hit the manhandle and she kicked out and stuff like that. But I think Becky, I think Bianca got to add something to her repertoire to mm-hmm. to to really take you know really sweep people off their feet, really shock people. Maybe actually hit the 450 for once, for the love of God. If you're going to climb up, just something. Um, (laughs) But I thought it was a fantastic match, a great way to open Monday Night Raw. But of course, you can't just have a good match. The match has to end the way that you want it to. Listen, there's a lot of, like, one thing I can't can't understand, right? There are a lot of mediums in which we watch things that, are planned to happen and we have no control over. Absolutely. And usually, and usually these people and these writers do it anyway. Breaking Bad, The Wire. I didn't want Omar to do... I was about to spoil the show. I don't want... <laughs> I didn't want certain things to happen on these shows and they did. And I wasn't happy about it. But in the long run, I got over it because I know that if I turn it off, I can walk away from this, right? Yes, I haven't. I've never seen a form of media where the fans demand so much control over what happens on a day to day, week to week basis than pro wrestling. You have people who are legitimately upset that Bianca, who was protected in a loss, she lost by chicanery once again, because that's the storyline going. I'm, I'm just glad they gave the match an actual ending with a pin. You know what I'm saying? Like I, that. That's that's what they wanted to go for. But I've never seen people be so upset about this to a point where they they were actually campaigning for Bianca to go back to SmackDown meals. As this if is that weird because granted, I mean, 
people have done the same thing for Oscar. They've done the same thing for Sasha. They've said, I'm like, don't y'all get tired of campaigning for something similar? And then like six months later, they're champion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just, you know, I'm not going to put my let it play out card here. Cause I don't think this deserves that. Because everyone just needs to grow up. You know how (laughs) you don't got to put your card down because you know how it's going to play out. (laughs) Yeah, everyone just needs to grow up. Like it happens. Like I thought I would have hoped she won too, but she didn't win. Um, Maybe she'll win in the future. We still got a lot more pay per view to go on. They're talking about she's buried. They're saying she's buried. How she buried? Listen, I don't know. She's not buried. She's She's a character on the show. She's a character on a show. I, I I think that again, we just there's just so much. They people want to be so so controlling of what goes on on the show, and you have no control over this, and you've never have, <laughs> you've never had any control over what Vince McMahon and his writing team has to do. So stop thinking that you do, and you can either choose to watch it or choose not to watch it. But this mm. doesn't mean the match was bad. I agree. <laughs> The match is not invalidated because the person you wanted to win didn't win. I, you know, this is and this is a controversial. Like I was, I was wa- reading something, or rather watching something, where J- Jim Cornette was explaining why he feels as though, um, why he feels as though, uh, you know, WWE, you know, the 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 fans soured on it and they and they love AEW so much. And he said that like in a lot of a lot of ways, or and he was basically saying that why people turn on WWE and they 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 treat it like it's literally like the devil. And he said a lot of ways because WWE is a very heel focused company where like more often than not, the heel will win first or the heel will, will, will overcome the baby face a lot. Mm-hmm. And so it it, it, it it starts to grow contention within the fan base where it's like this heel is always going to win because mm-hmm. the way that WWE, they, 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 they structure their stories and, you know, Cornette's, you know, a, a douche, but he, when he's talking about actual, <laughs> no, but when he's talking about actual psychology behind wrestling, he actually does, he does understand more than a lot of people. And, and I, and I agree with this, whereas he's saying that they, they lead with the bad guy first and that causes fans to resent them because they want to see their heroes win and WWE more often than not pulls the rug under from you just to just to subvert your expectations and they do it all the time and the thing is it always fucking works <laughs> and it worked again on monday yeah. where it's like we know where she's gonna get the win back but the heel gotta gotta flaunt for a minute for whatever reason you know what i mean right. and I, and i think that's that's what it what you know i think that's good but you know you're not always gonna get the all right boom we won we did this and then, then what because if bianca won then then what what, what happens next Especially with with, with I, I still want to see Mia Yim. Like I feel like Mia Yim should come out and do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, what the fuck is up with that? But yeah, where is she? That. Where the hell is she? Like she is just. I hope she getting paid. Um. No Keith Lee last night either. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had a lot of they had a lot of matches last night. I want to ask you actually out of your favorite all these because we had a lot of actual bangers last night i'm talking about street profits versus Dolph ziggler and robert rude was a really good match it finn balor versus chad gable something we hadn't really seen in quite a while but really good match we had damian priest versus t-bar in a no disqualification match they don't give no they don't give stipulations to people who <laughs> have these long drawn out fuse and then we get one for the second week for damian priest and t-bar um yeah. What was your I'll favorite say, out of these bunch? Yeah, I'll say the two. Well, Finn and Gable was really good. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna do that again. 
I feel like they're giving Finn something to do until he gets back into that title orbit of some sort. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I thought that just from structure start to finish, T-Bar and Damian Priest was fantastic. And I think that it was more advantageous for T-Bar than it yep. was for Damian yep. because no one knows that he can go. He's been stuck in this fucking group for a year and he's been stuck in a tag team. But so the first name, night, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, but but you get over, you'll get over it when he oh, starts yeah, yeah. to do what he did last night. And I thought that that was like, we knew Damian could go. We knew he could do these types of matches. But for T-Bar to do what he did last night, that was like, okay, he's one of the next up. He's one of the next guys on this show that could be something. And it, it kind of gives me like, it gives me that feeling like when people found out that 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 um that that um uh Brody was really good, Harper, when he got mm-hmm. when he started being a singles, you know what I'm saying? They thought, oh man, he can go. Like no one knew because he was stuck in that tag team for a really long time. And so like I, I get that feeling where it's like okay, when 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 you break out, when you're really a you're a really good singles guy, you kind of get lost in the tag team mix, and then you got to realize that that he's really good. And and I thought that he 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 killed it. I really thought he did good, and I hope he doesn't get lost on the shuffle here as well. Now that Apollo's coming back into prominent, I thought that was a fit. I was shocked. I was like, "Oh fuck!" I forgot he was on Raw. Oh yeah, I was like, "Oh, he had to reintroduce himself and his his guy and everything." I was like, "Damn, yeah." I think it was just floating. Well, no, he got married a couple of weeks ago, and they probably went on a honeymoon too. So, oh, he got married. Yeah, yeah, he got married. He got married. Okay. Um, like maybe like two, three weeks ago. Congratulations to Apollo Cruz. They got married. Um, so that was definitely, yeah, that was definitely a thing. One of my favorite parts of Monday Night Raw. Um, one, the unexplained absence of AJ Styles, but two, almost coming out mad for no reason. <laughs> They're gonna have to explain this one to me because I I didn't like him doing that two weeks in a row. My nigga came out. I was like, wait, did I miss something? Why is this nigga so mad? Did he get beat in 2K? Like, what the fuck is going on? This nigga came out and started crushing people. And then Riddle comes out like, nah, I'm about to head of this nigga. And Randy's like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I'm about to fight now. Fuck. Uh, he was like, nah. He, Randy was low-key. Like, I like how they played it because he's low-key. He's like, nah, I'm not going over there, really. But then he had, like, take off his shirt because, like, he knew that it was like, oh, they're going to call me pussy if I don't do anything. <laughs> but, like, he, was, he, he played the veteran role of, like, not running into action like a doofus very, very well. So yeah. I thought that was tremendous. Just a very small wrinkle. Um, they're also hinting a uh Liv Morgan, Becky Becky Lynch type of thing. Liv, well, Liv, she got she got to do something. I, I mean, something. I, I I would hope that when people had seen that, they would be like, oh, so that's gonna happen. Then Bianca's gonna be back. I I honestly feel like if Bianca don't win it at the Rumble, then she's gonna win the Rumble. Hmm. I got a feeling that Bianca's gonna get either one of those those last time deals. Where you this is the last time because because if you remember, I don't even know if people remember this. Bianca and Liv face each other at tribute to the troops in what two weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it comes out very very soon. And oh, that interesting that, that could be a that could be a contenders match. Could be some long term storytelling that we got going on. Yeah, because because they face each other at that taping, and I believe Bianca won. And that could be that could be a. That could be a contenders match. That could be something that leads into that that Becky storyline as well. I agree. That sounds fire. Um, What else happened on Raw? 
I mean, a lot of Seth Rollins, a lot of Biggie, a lot of Kevin Owens. What do you feel about the ending segment? Um, it reminds me that Kevin Owens always gets beat up, <laughs> get beat up no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought it was, you know, I think, I think in my opinion, they could have sowed a little bit more seeds of doubt before Big E was just like, nah, fuck this. Like a little bit more seeds, like maybe one more week of like, yo, is this nigga really playing with me? But, but Big E knows how he even said it at the end. He said, I know how you get down. Yeah. He said yeah. But I wish it would have, I think, I wish personally, I mean, I could be wrong. It would have lingered a little bit more. Biggie had some time to think about it, be like, yo, do I really, is this nigga really playing me? Like, really, really playing me? So, because that's the trap that everyone always falls in with Kevin. It's like, yo, is this nigga really playing me? Um, yeah. So, I think it could have extended one more week, but man, I don't know. They got plans. This isn't my TV show. I don't book it. I didn't book it this week. But <laughs> um, still, still, a lot of questions, a lot of answers. And be, you know, we're spinning off into Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins next week on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, nothing bad about that. Nope they are they are firmly entrenched in not telling us that it's going to be Roman and Biggie or it's not going to be Damian and Nakamura. I think it will be. Yeah, that's yeah. my little I, spicy hot take. I like, don't. I I really don't think it's going to be. But I think they're seeded. They're sowing seeds of doubt. I I I honestly, this is nothing against Biggie. This is nothing against Bianca at all. If you're going back to New York, your biggest matches. Or Becky Charlotte, Roman Seth. You do a shield match and you do that Becky, you run that Becky Charlotte match back to me. Mm. That's a that's a big I mean, come on, people act like they don't want to watch it on the internet, but everyone who's gonna go to that show. <laughs> <laughs> come, come on. Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns is a big time match. It's been teased for a year. You do that match, and then Biggie can get it back. You do you have Kevin Owens turn. And then Big E lose. And then he gets the title back. Seth, Seth, yet, is the, Seth is the biggest heel on that show right now. I agree. I agree. He's, he's I agree. the biggest heel on that show. Um, I agree. 100%. But a, but a strong, strong, strong episode of Raw. I, I think far stronger than in the usual. I, I think since fans have come back, this show has more often than not been solid to good. Since football and baseball and all this other shit showing up, they were like, yo, you got you to gotta keep them around somehow. Yeah. I mean, opening the show with Becky and Bianca is, is quite a choice. And I, th- I thought, I think that it, it, it was a, it was a grand slam for them. I don't know what the ratings look like, but I, 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 I saw everyone on my timeline wrestling while I was talking about it. So. <sighs> all right. Yeah. So that was, that was everything for the A show. This is a marathon show. This is very long, especially if you got the Patreon. Yeah, long and usual. Thank you to all. Our, thank you to all of our patrons. Of course, I don't think we sold this in a while. We, we've been underselling it. I think because we don't want to actually do it. But if we do get to 100 subscribers on the Patreon, we will do the hot chip challenge. So that still is out there, and it's it's as low as three dollars if you want to join. We're gonna we're gonna stream ourselves, record ourselves doing it, and we're gonna show you guys what it is. So you know, if you want to see us in pain, <laughs> subscribe to the Patreon. For not only hour and a half, two hour long shows as this, but the go the 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 one chip challenge, really good episodes of spot callers. Of course, you have the Invasion Diaries, one of our our best rated and, and, and highest reviewed shows of the year. Uh, for from Meals himself, he did such a great job. 
I'm going to try to do one more episode before the year is over. So make sure you tap in to that. I'm going to try to do one more episode of The Invasion Diaries. I don't know what else from 2001 I can talk about, but I'm going to try to do one more. It's going to be something post. It's probably going to be Vengeance 2001, to be honest with you. But, um, which is a terrible pay per view. But, <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see. So, yeah. So, yeah, for meals, I'm Justin. Until next week, please tune in to RSPN. They've just returned with a new season. They're talking all types of shit. This episode, uh, the heat, you know, they see the power index, they're number one. You know, Mark's talking his shit for now. You know, it's going to go down. Uh, they are not number one. Chicago is number one. They are on, a firm. On the, X, on the power index, that, that that's what that's that's what the Heat are on the power index, the ESPN joint. And all right. Whatever. Relax. 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 <laughs> relax. All y'all basketball niggas need to relax. Okay. <laughs> right, so tune in to RSPN on the Elite Media channel. Uh, I listen to it every single week. It's fantastic. Also, check out Black Variant. They have their own channel now, and they also have a Patreon as well. I was on their most recent episode of the uh, Arkham Archives talking about all of the uh, Bat Family drama that was going on on Batman, the animated series. So, uh, you know, tune into everything under the RNC orbit, uh, and, and we'll be right back next week on another episode of the A-Show. So for Mills, I'm Justin. We'll see you later. Peace out. Be safe.